Take AFL Finals to the Neds level with an early payout. Place a head-to-head bet on the AFL Finals this week, and if your team's up by 12 points or more at halftime, you'll get paid out as a winner. How good is that? Applies to the first 250 staked. Single bets only, terms and conditions apply, and available on the website. Take it to the Neds level. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Aces, I know I always talk about the Rixies, but i got to offer you the discount again. In case you've forgotten or in case you're sleeping under a rock, we have a special discount code for everyone that listens to this podcast or watch the podcast. It's Aces. Head online to rickseyewear.com.au and use the discount code Aces and you'll get 20% off. That's right, 20% off, one-fifth at checkout and free express shipping. So head online, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. All right, do we have a big show for you today? Let's get stuck into it. Welcome back to the Aces Premiership Countdown. It's the semi-final show. We've got three to go. We'll talk about the tipping ledger because I think there's one bloke talking right now that's very happy with himself after last week. Four from four, Mickey. Speaking of Mickey, welcome to the panel, Coach, and also four from four. Coach, welcome back. And our special guest today, Griff Logie, Logie Bear. Welcome from the North Melbourne Footy Club, of course. Coming off a real nasty injury, we'll be tucking into that. But how are you, Logie Bear? Good train, good train. Thanks for having me. How are you? Good. I should acknowledge that we are now, we are missing our man, Von Hoff. Yeah, again, two Felix, in a row. Felix, eh? two in a row. Never never met a man to go down two weeks, almost three, with laryngitis. Kissing, uh, kissing um, illness. Yeah, well, I don't know what it is. Um, it's you and I never got the laryngitis <laughs> in our time, did we, Tom? We were. Yeah, nowhere near that at the moment. I can the give kissing, you the tip. Uh, kissing illness. But we do hope you're going all right, Felix. If you are tuning in, no doubt, um, we miss your brother. So, yep. Uh, I know you. I mean, maybe a little spell for the big fella. Well, from- a quick spell. He'll be back uh, next week. You're doing a good job hosting. Your voice changes though. Does it? it from from guest to host? You're more you- you're more relaxed as a guest. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty relaxed about it. You tonight. got the run sheet. You, mm. you know, you're trying to make sure you nail the stuff. You got Griffin Logan now. Look at the big man sitting there, ready to go. Speaking of relax, more any more bloody relax oh, and be well. bloody How many magnesium tablets have you had today? You look like you're about to fall asleep, Logie Bear. What's going on? Nah, big day of training, mate. Just uh. Went home, said I was uh, actually told you having a quick nap this afternoon. You're so, back into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been at the club every day so far. So, right. Just getting the brownie points in so I can uh, try and piss off for, piss a, off. for a drink. He goes, you know, Tommy, what's the go today? I said, Oh, mate, just pop in, talk some shit. Mm. He goes, Yeah, yeah. I go, Man, I'll give you a call. He goes, Don't call me. Big day, Jerry. Oh, need to have a snooze. I'll play with the, yeah. the big day. Big day call. Would have <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. done the elliptical. I <laughs> uh, would have done some single leg squats. And a couple of leg press, uh, probably 30 kilos, 20 yeah, reps. Yeah, yeah, but you never know what you get yourself into with Tommy because he <laughs> promises the world. Oh, he yeah. delivers an atlas every time. <laughs> you, get, a very good you, get, you get there and you go, fuck me. Oh, yeah. Right, I'm here again. Look, yeah. It's three hours later. Fucking <laughs> having had dinner. He hasn't gone for his run. I'm fucking yeah, out of yeah. here. So I'm just going to go quick lap and a half of the tan and then we'll get into it. The first thing you said was, I tell you what, Jerry, the punt road traffic, oh. it's not it. Nah. Ma- Ma- you three of us, well, you're from WA, Griff. Um, it, Melbourne just drives you insane, doesn't it, compared to what we experienced over there? I, like, I, I, oh, I just fuse in the traffic. Like, yeah. I can't. I come in, nah, hate it. You get angry. You look quickly. at the, like your your maps. It's red. Look at your maps in Perth. Like, like, there's still it's blood on it? Six kilometres, takes you six minutes. Yeah. Plain and simple. You look at your maps in fucking Melbourne. Yeah. It's, Middle Park to Richmond's only seven kilometres. That's 50 minutes. But then when we did live in WA, you would have had this. Um, 
when you catch up with Tom yeah, for dinner or something, he'd always say, oh, traffic's got me if I'm running 15, 20 late. <laughs> doesn't make sense. It, it, and he's like, no, 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 Tom. There's no traffic. Oh, but you see how terrorists in Fremantle come bumper to bumper. <laughs> you, you take your farm off and he's come through McCoy Street as well for some reason. <laughs> a couple of zingers. Oh, there's a, a couple, couple of zingers in that voice. I tell you what, they're personal up joke. They're up and about the boys. Are you done, you boys? You're done. No, no, I've got a bit more up the, up the, the sleeve there. Oh, oh, I love it. Well, it's great to have you, Griff. Appreciate you and uh, appreciate Coach being here. Yep. The busiest man in Australia, not uh, not Melbourne, Australia, yep. has 10 jobs and is the best coach in Victoria, yet alone Australia at the moment. Look out if you need an AFL coach because he's sitting on the panel. We might need to replace him next year. <laughs> Righto, before we get into Griff, we've got a few other things, but let's just go through the winners and losers yeah. last week. Okay. Uh, here we have it. The Pies getting the chocolates over the D's, mm-hmm. seven points. The Blues just holding on. Sydney were coming late, weren't they? Mm-hmm. they well, so won- were Melbourne. Melbourne and Sydney coming late. Yes. The other teams, the winning teams, shopped early. Exactly right. Get it done the first quarter. So Carlton got the chocolates. And then the Giants, talk about shopping early. They just went bang early. If I can get it up right here, they, they kicked oh, 10 they- goals in the first half. They won by five six. goals, but should have won by 80 points. They won by 24, exactly right. And then the Gabba, wow, the Lions really asserted themselves in the competition. They were our tip to win it, um, and obviously the Giants because we love them. But the Lions pumped Port Adelaide, which I was quite shocked with. I didn't think it'd be that much. It was a 48-point win. They were the first week finals results. Okay, quick conversation. Quick question for, for Griff on this one. Uh, it's more not about the weekend's games. It's more about those teams. Did you play uh, Brisbane in Brisbane this year, North? No, we no. played in, in uh, Broken Hill in the, the gather round out at Bro- oh, where yeah. it was. Maybe it was Broken Hill. No, it was uh, oh Mount Barker. Mount Barker. And it, oh, it was a bloodbath. Yeah. What happened? It was a hundred points. Was it a hundred points? Was yeah, it-, it was even at quarter time, or yeah. even half time possibly. And we said, "How good's this?" Oh, yeah. And then no, it just got can't. got real scary. So what are what are in terms of those sides that are? So let's just talk Brisbane. Seventy five points at Brisbane and Collingwood are through. So let's say they're the most likely to go through the the grand final. Yeah. You play both of them this year? Played both of them. And how, how, what are you feeling? Collingwood competitive, only ended up being four goals or yeah. so. Brisbane was just untouchable. Yeah. And you would have, it would have been pretty cool playing that game in out back Adelaide. Mount, Mount Barker. Yeah. yeah. You it was probably, great. It was fantastic. As a backline group, you, what, 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 what happens post game when Danaher's kick 5 3, Hitwood 4 2, Cameron 4 1? What's the, is that the midfield? Is that the midfield's fault? All, all 12 of those were on me as well. <laughs> Danaher took a few hits to me that week, so it's, uh, it's always a good photo. But seriously, yeah. like the ball's coming in a lot there. Like, what is lot. the genuine like, review that oh. week? Can you remember? It's good to give the listeners uh, a bit of an insight. We we had changed we changed a bit of our system where it was like almost a violent come forward yeah. and trusting the system to be coming. But if you're doing that on Charlie Cameron, yeah, and they're clean. Hipwood out the back, like he's yeah, he gets plenty of Jody Gooses out the back. But I yeah. mean, yeah, it's hard to stop when the ball's coming. I mean, check the inside fifty; it would have been eighty or something. Mm. I think they so had, we'll they pick, had, they we'll had a record. The mids. A record inside fifty uh, marks inside fifty for forward. Oh, I remember a game incredible. Yeah. I remember a game once. Um, Frio. We played the Bulldogs at Marvel, and we won. But after the game on the board, it was like the dogs had seventy inside fifties, isn't it? And Ross goes to the backs. Goes backs. Did you guys feel like it was 70 inside 50s? He goes, I don't really feel like it. Zach Dawson just goes, yeah, it felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they forget quickly, don't they? <laughs> Playing back line sucks. Um, yeah, and, uh, did it feel like 80? Yeah, it felt like 800. Mate. It, was, <laughs> it was sickening. Oh, we, it's the ones you look at each other at the end of the day and just go, 
What the hell? We all, it's all like come together and say, oh, geez, couldn't do much about that one. <laughs> I'd, love you to, I'd love you to talk about Brisbane's forward line. It, it's dynamic. There's so much yeah, up there. And you've got Rainer as well. People are sleeping on Rainer. Like Rainer is he's a number one pick for a reason. And he's played. Pumba, Pumba, they call him. Yeah, Pumba. And he's a, he's a powerful, can take a hang and kick a goal. He's, yeah. he, he can play in a stoppage and explode out of it. What's it like as a backline group when you're playing Brisbane Lions? I want to talk yeah, about yeah, Brisbane because yeah. well, they are gen- firm favourites right now. you know what it's like. You come into a your team meeting and it's you got one person you're going to try and, you know, look into lockdown and per team. But there's a fair contingent of pretty pandy players in there. Like even Zach Bailey pops up and kick will kick 20, kick four and have 20 himself. Yeah. Charlie Cameron's the obvious one. Danaher, like Lincoln McCarthy pops up always. Mm. Like it's, it's a hard, just because they've got a mix of just so much speed and skill and they always just find a way. Who are you tipping and win the whole thing then? Oh, it should it should be Brisbane, but I just haven't seen enough at, yeah. on the on the home deck. What about last week though? Is that yeah, like yeah, a bit of an exclamation yeah, but mark? Never been. They've always been able to do it, especially at the Gabba. Um, I don't know how much. But you're a player. Like I'm going to call. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Like we don't give. A, when you're playing, you don't give a fuck where you're you playing. But you get like your routines, and something just always happens, and. A little bit out of your comfort zone. I don't, I don't know what it is. It just seems they haven't to be, been there before. All they've that been stuff, Melbourne last year. They're at the G. Like history let's not is, let's yeah. not let's not forget that they won last year. And I think it was yeah, a I semi. Won, I think Mate, they one swallow doesn't make a summer. That's all I'm saying. That's it. That's exactly right. One yeah, I know. Make a I know. Call. I just uh, I think we forget about you know. I think this G thing pisses me off. I feel like it's irrelevant. Yeah. They've hardly played there. If you look into the stat, they've hardly played there. Played, played Melbourne this year in round six or whatever it was, and it was 50-0 at quarter time, and I said they will be they will be the premiership winners this year. Their forward line's so, so banged up, though. Like, Brisbane's list is so healthy. Yeah. So, so you're you think saying Melbourne are still going to find a way? I, I don't know how, but yeah. They will. Okay. Super banged up as well. Gorn, whatever. Clary's got a sore, sore knee, but I just think they're mm. – Bring that on a bit closer there, Griff. We want to hear you talk because oh, you're the sorry, man. Sorry, Train. Sorry, Jerry. Um <laughs> Nickname's Jerry, by the way, if you haven't uh, jerried onto that one. Well, let's go through the other games quickly because it is it was a, an important round and we can review them because there's only four. It's not eight or nine or whatever we normally review. But what about Carlton just holding on? What do you think of their performance? Do you think they showed enough for us to follow them this week and the next couple of weeks? Um, well, I didn't tip them last week, Sydney. Probably close, they did late. They have a crack, um, don't they, Sydney? They do. And I, I said this last week, felt like no one knew that Sydney were playing, like the way that everyone was drumming up. Carlton and mm. they, they just didn't start well. And then a bit like the the game the night before, they, they came home with a wet sail but left themselves too much to do. But um, So they're done. Carlton, I, I'm just – I think – I shouldn't say it like this, but I'm waiting for them to fall over because they've been carrying this momentum for so long. And then this week, just some things going against them with uh, Jack Martin suspended. Um, Mackay. Yeah, Mackay out. So just some things starting to weigh up against Carlton. How, how long can they um, – carry that momentum. So I think they're in trouble this week. We'll get to the tips a bit later, but do you want me to talk Coach Barlow now whilst we're on this yeah, game? Yeah, I think that's yeah. our next segment. So You've gone got straight into coach, it. I'm the coach at Werribee, right? Oh, I know. It's what we do when we we're in the prelim. We all know. Coach of the year. Best coach in Australia. Best coach in Australia I've seen. Tom actually said best coach in Australia, let alone Victoria, which makes it kind of nice. So, but that's not true. But um, Coach Barlow. So Carlton. Hang on. I don't think without Jack Martin, who doesn't play this week, and Blake Akers, Carlton get that result. The way they played, and you know Blake quite well, and I'll I'll get a little bit of insight into Blake and the way he plays. But the, um, yeah, why is he called the Sheriff uh, in in a second? But his defensive and offensive wing stuff, they saw the the finger tipper, which I think he touched, 
Um, and then the, the game-winning goal, getting in on the other side of the ground. Um, amazing run, amazing ability to kind of read the game and work right end to end. Jack Martin, similarly, two intercept marks really late. He's the one they want to flip behind the ball when they're under the pump. Without him, you know, that ball might hit the deck a couple of times. Sydney might snap one on and um, bring it right back. So Jack Martin, Blake Akers, without them, don't beat Sydney. Are you amazed that they sent Jack Martin behind the ball late? No, he's done it. He's done it uh, was forever. It, was, it, was it not Kerno the couple of weeks before? They yeah, sent Kerno late, that. but geez, I tell you why. We're not we're not surprised mm. now. He was unbelievable. He used to do in the it at air. Suns when he was. I reckon when I got. So up the you Suns, played with him, haven't you? He was like he was nineteen or something, and unbelievable talent. And for how skinny he is, right? He's he's so skinny, but he worry. is he's worry. like so hard at the contest. I know he got rubbed out in the weekend. That wasn't a great act, but. He was brutal on in contest, um, like to the point where they had to pull him back a bit because he was busting up collarbones and just committing to to the ball so um, so heavily. So he's got the toughness, but he's also got the the skill and not clearly got the game um, now to be able to sit behind the ball and, and get in the right space. Do you think Mackay out's a big issue? Because I think Kernow played even better when he wasn't mm. playing. Yeah, I don't. And Griff's probably one to ask here because yeah, he would have played against the two of them. Oh, I don't know. I've had much time on Harry. I've had Charlie. a couple of battles with Charlie. Pretty easy to play on, wouldn't he? No. Talk to us about what's going play, through play, play on Charlie Cairn at Marvel Stadium under the roof yeah. against the up and foreign Carlton side. It's, yeah, it's, it's really mm. you, top of, tip of the hat. So you, yeah. got, you, got, you, got, me today. Put, you got me today, brother. So the, when you played him, did Harry Mackay play? And how, uh, are they still very Charlie-centric? Or? Um, well, the last time I got rubbed out, for the, the game this year. So I only played them last time was have been at Frio. Um, and mm. they were both, it was pretty well balanced. I mean, Moose locked down the big fella, Harry, and I was set to battle Charlie. So Big Moose. But they look they look for him. They don't really hit it, ever hit it small. And a lot of the game plan recently is just bomb it long and, yeah, and yeah. they just put in the, put in the air, put let, him, let him get to work. Speaking of bombing it long, Melbourne. Speak, okay, uh, no, sorry, yeah, keep going. With I want to ask the Blake Akers question. You know him quite well. Yep, and sure. we were speaking... Before the sheriff, why sheriff. is he called the sheriff? And tough, both in the way he goes at the ball, but also um, the he capacity runs. to run. Yeah, um, runs hard. Mm-hmm. Always been a hard runner. Trains hard. Um, still never tipped me off in the four one k's, but no, he didn't get you. We'll worry about that one later. Yeah. Um, the sheriff came about after a, I think it was a night, a, a party where he's like dressing up as cowboys and Indians or something, mm-hmm. and he just went as um the sheriff and had, <laughs> put a sheriff badge on his thing and then started calling all these shots, like making everyone give like drinking games and whatever. And he was just, he was like, oh, and everyone was like, oh, hang on, the sheriff's here. Like, Watch out. Better, boys better play the drinking game because he loves his, loves his like games and he has to be the one in charge. So right. the sheriff. But then it, so it started as a piss take, but he's like taking it with yeah. both hands and now it's fallen onto Carlton. Even the their media page calls him the sheriff. All the boys call him the sheriff. But ah, it's a, yeah. Everyone thinks it's a respect thing. Mm. It's, a, it's a disrespect calling him the sheriff. Like, he loves it, <laughs> but we're all saying, sheriff, oh, here we go. Take all the the I'm going to pitch one more on the sheriff. Oh, we're on yeah, it. And, and I want to talk, talk um, yourself. So last year, left Frio, traded. Um, the sheriff got traded as well. Yep. Um, Lob as well. Lob. Lob. But I want to specifically talk about, okay, the process at the moment we're reading into um, or we're seeing, you know, people want trades at the moment. You go into your exit meeting and what you're meant to do, ask for a trade and whatnot. Um, I want to know how that was and mm. how you did it. So you go in. Do, do you ask for a trade or do you leave it to your managers? Um, and also, the bloody um, offload of Freo players last year has left them a little bit short, in my humble opinion. Yeah, well, um, you know what it's like going into exit meetings mm. anyway. 
towards the end of the year, you walk in and it's like the, it's almost like you're in for the firing squad with yeah. everyone, you know, head oh. coach, list manager, GM, et cetera. And they're all sitting there. So going in normally, leading up to it, I was always nervous as everyone else would be. Mm. But this one, the it was obviously another strange one. Yeah. Um, I knew what I was getting myself in for. So you knew you were going to ask for a trade? Yeah, or you knew I'd only, and like I've said this many times, I'd only really come to my full decision like the day before, yeah. the, night, the, the night before my final exit meeting. Mm. Um, and it, my manager had said that they were semi-aware of it mm. and they were they knew that um, it's what it was likely going to be. But at the same time, I didn't know what I was going to be walking into. Mm. So I ended up walking in, sat down, shake hands, and it's just like awkward. Then out of, then how it started was just Peter Bell just said, Righto, Griff, over to you. And then I just pretty much said, like, oh, well, oh I'm sure you're all aware. Yeah, I'll be re- requesting a trade mm. to Victor- to a Victorian club. Um, Did you know it was going to be North at the time? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Did you say that? I think so. Yeah. Mm. I, th- I think I did. And then they quizzed you on that and said, why? Why so? Why Why them? Um, what, what about, like, what are you doing it for yourself? What's the whole mm. thing? And it's just, yeah, just give me your reasons. How long are you in there for? You reckon? Oh, 15, 20 minutes, I reckon yeah. it wasn't. But Did it you was, feel like you're under the pump? Nah, because it's it wasn't like I'd mm. out of nowhere just gone, this is what I'm doing. I'd been deliberating on this for a big decision of my life and I was, wasn't just a spur of the moment thing I came up with. Like I'd sat down with however many people, my dad, everything for a long time, family, and then – Came to the decision and then I owned it. Well, you feeling both white, like I said, because Frio lost Acres, Lob, yourself, Tucker, Tucker. big loss that one. They wouldn't realise that. Smiling assassin. Um, Yeah, so there was they the matter that just shows the business of it, right? And not to be if you remove the emotion, both sides like you're probably feeling. Well, I'm not kind of feeling like I'm really part of what they want to do, but and you've got a great opportunity, so you've got to. Is there an, a, a mutual understanding both ways or um, they have to play the card that, oh, we want to kind of keep you here? I think the whole regardless everyone will always say that you have to play the card that you want to keep them here mm. just so that you get something in return. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, if you just ship them off, you're not going to get anything back yeah. and say take them. Delisted then, then agent. We delist, delist and then say, but we're getting rid of him, but we're going to yeah. trade him to your team and we want a second round pick. Yeah. So you have to, the whole time I think, whether or not it's true, yeah. they have to say that. So it's we, all the, we have to say we want you. We want the politics. You. It's fascinating, but it's um, it's yeah, it's, it can be a little bit grim. But um, hey, glad is, you're in it there. Is, it is the industry, though. I mean, it, and looking at, it's weird that it's fine that it happens at the end of the year now. But all this talk of possible mid-season yeah. trade—that's exciting. That would be so cool to see. You'd be on it. You're on it. Yeah, I yeah. reckon it's great. It I, would have been good for your scenario when you got dropped at like the start of the year, and you got clubs that like North would like keen as on you throughout the whole year from the mid-season onwards. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It'd be a hard decision though. Like but, you but said, you wrestled only, with- That's the only thing, you, for, for me anyway, I wrestled with it for a, a whole year. Yeah, you're a loyal man. So that's what I'm saying. Mid-season yeah. trade would be very tough. It'd yeah. be tough. It'd be easy if you- It's not like we're in the NBA here and they're throwing out 20 millions. It's like, it's yeah. not, there's a, there's a lot of decisions that go, and you've got to move your family if you've got one, move away from family if you're from WA like you were. Yeah, there's plenty, plenty happening in the years. At what point of this year did you go move on? Actually, let's talk about the Freo game. You, how many games did North Melbourne win this year? Three? First two in the last one. First two in the last. Okay, so you won the first two in the last. They sandwiched 
the, the book end of the year. If no, I right. said to you, North right now, Griff, like you didn't know, it's Griff's. Mm. They're going to play at North Melbourne, and they're going to win three games for the year, and one of them will be against Fremantle at home yeah. at Fremantle's home game. You wouldn't believe me. I would have. I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah. And how was that? How was it? Because I, I mean, when I got to the Suns, I would have wanted to only win two games. If I played for two years, I wanted to win two games. Because <laughs> yeah. when I played Freo. Um, I never played against Freo, but yeah, it would have been pretty. Either uh, never got the chance. I didn't really think about it for a while until Mm. we won our first against West Coast, and I was just like, "What a win! Like, how good's that?" Then the emotion of that, the first win, blows over a bit. But looking back, I'm so glad it happened early in the year as opposed to late in the year because I would have just been dwelling on it. Mm. I reckon long stop. Like everyone, everyone does. It's the ultimate dream beating it, beating the old mob at the at the home at the home deck. It's unheard of. Went out. Jeered, I think. I'm not going to go full. Oh, oh, actually, no. In my four, probably four or five touches that I got, that I got the ball. With, <laughs> yes. oh, I'm lucky as at full back. You don't get too much of it. But was there any? Well, let's look. We love Freo. We love the boys yeah. there. So you well, know, like, with when but talk to me on the. I want to ask you a genuine question here. You're yeah. on the field, right? People, whether they're booing or cheering, <laughs> give me the banter. Some of the things that you remember on the field, because you you know, I know that you're really good mates with all the forwards and defenders and mids. All, and, all of them, yeah. That's that's the funniest thing. Like you see a lot of people come in and like you're not going to see anyone coming like. Bashing to me yeah. or anything like that. Pre-game, went for a swim with um, Moose, the big Mooseman, um, big the skipper, the big weirdo, the big awkward posture. But um, <laughs> went for a swim with him, and he's like, "Oh, righto, good to see you." Like blah blah blah, and he, and he said, "You wanna you wanna have a little little bit of a biff tonight, or see, see how we go?" And I was like, "How would you have to bully mate?" I was like, "Oh, like oh, if we run past each other at the start of the game, I'll, I'll drop a shot into you if you want." And then there's like a little one at the start, like nothing like we saw with um, them getting stuck in the lobby or anything, which is still. Mm. Harmless, but oh, it was funny. I mean, it wasn't until three quarter time. I think we're up, we're up twenty. And I was walking past Sean and Sonny. This Sean's got his big bottom, bottom lids just gone, <laughs> just touching the ground. He's not happy, and I just went, "Trouble, boys, <laughs> trouble." <laughs> <laughs> so so Sonny's just Sonny's going, "Oh, oh, grief, boy," <laughs> <laughs> and Sean's just sat there and going. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Can't really say anything when you're down. Can't really, no. So I was just mm. up and about chatting the whole time, like getting the boys. And it ended up in um, like a pretty like full-on scenario with the last, last after kick, the goal it? and yeah. Yeah, after the siren ending. and stuff. And like a, as soon as the siren went, game over. So um, it wasn't, he, there wasn't a lot of like, a lot of banter, like I reckon. Nah. Not like anything. It's too you hard. You don't have the energy. It's too hard. Yeah, it's too yeah. hard to get stuck in your mates as well. Like, what plus, a, the game was so close. What about just, shaking the hands? Bad luck, boys. Any of them ones? <laughs> shaking the hands. Like, fuck. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Like, so I've, got, I've got to jump in on here. I'm doing the zip. A lot of it, like, there's a lot of um, everyone's, everyone that's, you know, performs as a sore loser, to be honest. You'd, yeah. Kill yourself if you're not. So after a game, everyone's flat. So it's the whole time I was trying to not smile, to be honest, mm. when I'm shaking all my mates' hands because you don't want to. Someone was sat there, like, me. Walked up to him, smiling, bigger than like thanks for the game, mate. Yeah, I'm just going, you fucking, like, yeah a little bit of class, which is yeah. always uh, respect. You know, being respected by your teammates or ex-teammates. Mick, with Coach Barlow um, heading into this week, what are you what are you expecting to see in the two games that we've got? Mm. So we know we've got Carlton and the D's in the yeah, first game, fairly um, and then we've contested got- war, like the old you know, contested match. Um, two kind of strongish midfielders that or midfield groups that will have to get after each other. I think to Griff's point earlier, I, I think Melbourne, the, the the psyche of that second week of finals is so often very interesting because Melbourne and Port have lost um, and then obviously the elimination finals they've won. So everyone's like, oh, there's this wave of momentum that's coming for Carlton and JWS. He's like, oh, they're vulnerable because they've lost. 
But in reality, they've been a top four side all year and they've lost the best side in the comp all year. Um, so from a coaching point of view, I think the, the big question will be what they do with the forward line. They would have learned an absolute – they should have beaten Collingwood. They had 22 more inside 50s. They had a, had a bit, bit of composure, which is easy to say when you're not playing that there's 100,000 there and the emotion of it. They have a bit of composure, lower the eyes, and, and angle their kicks inside 50. They they score more and they, they win that game. So I think they walk away from that game with good lessons. Melbourne will drum Carlton. I think Carlton have been very admirable. Good good result on their year. And the other one, um, Port Adelaide are just so wounded. So I actually am buying into that thought of the momentum and the wave of the Giants who have to get themselves up every week because they go here, there, and everywhere to play. Um, yeah, will play a fair role. And their ball movement is electrifying versus a side that I, I think struggles – to, to slow ball movement and their back six is becoming very vulnerable with injury. Would the Port Adelaide Football Club be just shattered if they lose this week and they've just signed Ken Hinckley for two more? Because um, nah. we know Carr's just sitting there. Like yeah. He's going to roll straight in. Probably becomes a little bit more of a, a discussion behind closed doors that, oh, let's kind of get this, this ready, this kind of Josh Carr transition ready, which, again, I don't know anything that probably anyone else knows that, that that's happening, but. It just uh, it speaks to how hard finals are to like or, or the difference between regular season and how cutthroat it becomes um, in the regular season. Uh, in the you be confident saying whoever leads at quarter time wins. Then <sighs> are the Giants? They're like an enigma, right? So I, I think they can do whatever they fucking want. Really, <laughs> they just kind of, like, they the way they play. I had, I had someone close to that game on the weekend um, watch it. And know a bit about both sides, and said the Saints should have lost by hundred points. Like the Saints actually did well to kind of hold them to hundred mm. and actually find chances to counter 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 attack. But the Giants were that good. Um, I, I was there. It wasn't like the Saints. Saints had more inside fifties, mm. but the Giants' defense is that elite. Mm. You want to copy a defensive group? Go to the Giants. I've never seen effort. Well, it's effort, and it's also skill. You don't really, like, a backline group, like a Luke Hodge, right? Hard, tough, but, geez, can hurt you it's with the, the ball. Like, you, they're hard to find. And when the you critical, the critical contest that you just see. Yeah, and you got, the, like, Every single individual in that team just seemed to get it done. Like, mm-hmm. whether it's, I just feel like the one-on-ones, they just rarely lose, whether that's forward of the ball, especially behind the ball. That's, they, what, I, that's what I like about them. Yeah, they, they're good in the contest, but then uncontested, they can so go. They've got, they've got, like, it, it's right. If you pile them into just get your one-on-ones, Done and win you one on ones or halve them, Taylor and Buckley and Iden. And then it's like, right, I get give the ball to Lockie Ash and Lockie Whitfield, and they'll just Harry Hibbelberg, Harry Perryman, they're all yeah. amazing kicks. Mm. Yeah, it's a good, it's a, it's a, good it's a special back line. Um, so I think they, yeah, it, we're probably snipping into to the tips already this we weekend. We kind of are, yeah. But even, even fall to the ball, that's what, like, when you see those con- contests get done, like, Hogues rarely gets outdone. You're no, never going to see someone beat Toby Green head, mm. head to head. Like, it's when they're isolated like that, I just think. It's, they're, they're good to watch. Like, Ricard, to Jake Chart and Richard's been yeah, unbelievable. Ricard. And the midfield, like, the whole thing, they're so, they bat, they bat, well, they come with a sore eye. Cogs had a sore eye and missed. Yeah. Like, that was a bit of, I thought, oof, that's yeah. going to make it a bit harder, but it didn't gun. really he's matter. Had, like, he's had a great year. Yeah, they just mm. step up. Port Adelaide will rely too heavily on their big three or four in the middle. So I'll tip the Giants and the D's this week. Nice. Yeah, okay, we'll go through the tips now then. That was going to be the next segment later on, but we might as well do it now. I, I'm going to stick with my Giants as well. Your and, Giants? Um, look, I, I'm, I'm concerned. They're yours. Life member. My Giants, yeah. Uh, and But I'm concerned. Life member, yeah. Played two games, two minutes, two touches. Um, 
and two calves. Um, <laughs> I think the D's as well. I know I've been on the Carlton bandwagon, but Martin out hurts mm. a lot. I think he's he's been kicking. Not only does he kick two goals a game, he sets up a couple, and he's probably exactly what Melbourne need at half forward. Someone that lowers the eyes, takes out, mm. takes the ball in the launch pad. He's their connector. He's, he's the a connector. That- he marks the ball at 60 to 70, yeah. and he can hit a target, but he also can hold the ball in and get him a stoppage because he doesn't really get beaten much. So him ta- him going out, um, they lose a bit of that you know, aerial contest on the lead, mm. you know, in the contest, stoppages. I think he's a really smart player. So – with Petrarca and Oliver, and you've got to remember, Clayton Oliver's still coming back from that injury. I think he's four or five games in. Mm. He's starting to get back to like a bit of full fitness here. So I just think the Ds um, will will their way over the line with uh, with their defense and midfield, and the forward line will just have to get There's it done. a lot of responsibility on uh, Charlie Kerno because you've got May, Lever, and, and then you lose Mackay and Martin. So like takes you further away. And you away think Lever, what's his role going to be? Just roll off yeah. all day and just just stand in front of it. Like literally, they're going to say he's going to kick into one bloke. And if they yeah. kick it somewhere else, we'll, mm. we'll, we'll live with that. That's yeah. what you'd say, wouldn't you, if you're a coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. make someone else beat you. Um, who you got? Who yeah, do you think's going to win? I'm copying you, yeah, copying you boys as well. I'm on, I'm on the, the D train and I'd love to see Carlton get up for just for footy. The D everyone, train everyone and the G loves train. It. He trained the jet. Perfect. He'd love to see Carlton. Oh, yeah. For, I think for, just for, 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 for the AFL, everyone, mm. like, everyone wants to see well, Carlton. Well, Collingwood wouldn't be. No, hang on. It'd be, sorry, Giants, or, Giants Port play Collingwood. And Giants Collingwood. Um, been to that game before, boys, and they got it done by a kick. And if it happened again, I reckon it would play in the back of, like it'd be, the Pies would know the Giants. Are, like that would be a game you don't want to play. I don't, mm. Yeah, I don't think you'd want to play Giants. Giants are fit and available as well. Mm. Yep, and, and firing. Let's go to Ace of the Week, boys. It's been a tough one. No one's been replying to his messages to get the Sunnies. You know, and I've brought out the big guns today. Like, the Cherry Sohos. The Cherry, the cherry the Sohos. These, these are the number one sellers. They're, there's only, I think, 50 left in stock. We mm-hmm. restocked two weeks ago. Tex Walker's given me nothing on the DMs. Osmeric and Aces with DM Tex. Zach Butters hasn't replied. John Newcomb. And John Newcomb. <laughs> so, boys... The Cherry Sohos. I mean, I think after a week or two, do they expire that message? You just move on? Maybe. Who are you going send for it. then? Anyway, I think we'll send it, mate. This week, the ace of the week, a man with integrity, class, Tom Green. Mm. Anywhere, anytime, any place, Let any him. venue, free smoke. Well, free sunnies as well, big fella. <laughs> the way he goes about it, the Rixies are coming your way, mate. I love Tom Green and I've said it. For a while now, when I first went to training and watched him throw Shane Mumford out the way as a 17-year-old, and I thought he was already on the list. <laughs> he was only a top-up because he was in the uh, program there, academy. Yeah. You're going to know that he's going to be a superstar. He's built like Patrick Cripps, mm. and the way he moves his uh, body around a Are contest. Well, I think so, well, yeah. Let's, let's get the Cherry Sohos on him then, eh? I think yeah, the Cherry Sohos are coming his way, Funny and it's uh, well down in Bondi. But a close second to Joe Danaher. I think a lot of uh, people forget Joe Danaher mm. exists up in Brisbane, and Kick five on the weekend. He doesn't have a TV. Would not surprise me at all. That's be, what I heard anyway. Yeah, so. He, might be wrong. He might not even have social Where's media. from? <laughs> I heard it somewhere that he lives in Byron Bay, I reckon. When you finish footy, you get a lot a of mail. Up from, yeah, he does live a bit out well, of Brisbane. I know that. That's two and a half hours from training. No, I don't, I don't think it's quite Byron. But yeah, and he doesn't have a TV. I'm going to yeah, go right. with it. No TV and probably no social media. So oh, I thought yeah. I'd go to Safe Bet. Tommy Green, you know, if you're out there, brother, Ace of the Week, brought mm. to you by our friends at Rick Sideway. And, of course, 
if you got a, uh, if you, you know, outside at the moment, especially in Melbourne, it's beautiful mm. weather anywhere in Australia. Use our discount code ACES at rickcywear.com.au and you will get 20% off and free express shipping there, Logie Bear. 20% Trano. 20% is a lot. One-fifth, nice. you know, one-fifth oh, for, for those. Yeah, the fraction yeah. king. Now, let's not uh, let's not sit here and ignore the big fella's knee. It's a yeah. big injury. Can you talk to us about your ACL and meniscus tear that you um, unfortunately cop down sure. at uh, GMBH. GMHBH. Yeah, Geelong. Geelong, local ground. Geelong's home ground. Mate, talk to us about the incident because it was heartbreaking as a mate watching you go down, but I've never done a knee. Uh, I don't think you've done one, mix. So what, what happens? What's it feel like? I think they're the ones like when you're watching and you've watched plenty of them before, the non-contact ones that just look like nothing. They're always the, the shockers with knees. Um, aside from like your, your terrible leg breaks as mm. you'd experience mm. Mickey B or mm. Clunk, it's all that. Um, no, it's just a, I don't know, move you make 100 times per game, honestly, like a little lateral step. Um, felt it just give way, sat down, just a fair bit of pain, looked down and thought if either this thing's broken, my kneecap's out, or I've done my ACL. And I looked down and everything structurally looked well. So I just said it straight away knew kind of. What's it feel like? Um, oh. oh like, pain initially, but then did it, the pain go? Pretty pain quickly? goes within like 30 minutes, I yeah. reckon. What's it feel um, like when it happened? Like a nice like a knight's put a sword in in the furnace, headed it nice and hot and just oh, yeah. decides to go straight in there and need a little twist as well, a little bit. Oh, so you're in a lot of pain. Yeah, fair bit of pain, yeah. I looked down and uh, Aiden Core, the uh, resident tough nut who doesn't let boys roll around on the ground, stood over me and said, get up, get up. Either get up or you're done. So kind of thing, like as a – just to get get up and get going, I sort of just looked at him and said, nah, I think I've, I've definitely I've just done me now. Done the Aaron Rodgers, just, just sit down. Knee. So I just got got up and tried to walk off and just, yeah, I think it, Corey helped me off, so shout out to Corey. But um, Is it weak? Like is it, what are you? Now? No, like when you walk off. No, nah, feel nah, different? Like, like I could run straight after it if I wanted to, yeah. I reckon. It's just sore and you feel it. It's like, um, it's just clunky. Like yeah. it just feels, I guess, yeah, maybe unstable, but it doesn't feel like, you know, you've still got all your muscles there from. Can I ask a question from years. NFL? Because I've read articles players have played with a bung ACL, right? Is that? Is that you a bit can. of – you can yeah, play? I, you can, yeah. I know. I, like, I asked about it, honestly, and said, like, well, if I'm going to have a year off, like, do you need surgery? Like, what's the mm. – you know, what's what's the go? And you can, but it's just that instability where – It'd be dumb. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't do it. Generally, it just comes out. Like grand final. Like, so if the grand final, there's five minutes mm. to go. Do you reckon you could keep playing? Yeah. Yeah, I, I reckon. I mean, wow. well, Nick Murray from Adelaide did his and um, mm. you know, came off, said, oh, knee's a bit sore, went back on, kept playing. Finished the game off, then mm. walked in for a little checkup scan and whatever. But now I'm about eight weeks post op now. Um, just a matter of getting the swelling down. Got a quad tendon graft, which they do these days. Um, quad tendon goes re- replaces the ACL where it was. Then a little uh, something from your what's that one down the side again? VMO. Oh, not even oh, yeah. um, What's it called? Uh, ITB. Yeah, so yeah. ITB gets the worst. A little muscle. slither of that gets taken out and wrapped around your ACL to mm. try and secure it. Um, that's about it. But painful Jeez. surgery, shocking. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a long, long any leg. And surgery. how's the and, and the rehab program? Because a lot of North Melbourne fans are probably tuning in right now. the The rehab program. When do you expect to be back? Generally, it's a year, and we did I did it in round eighteen. But I mean, the surgeons seem to think. Ten months would, would do the trick. So 
So in your head, you know, you're probably going to miss the whole of next year. So how's that initially? What's some things that you've gone through? I reckon I get back for halfway Mm. through the year. That's what I'm looking at. Around 18, 10 months, we're we're optimists in here. I know that, but I'm also thinking if I'm Alistair Clarkson and and there's scenarios at play, I'm not risking my six-year, seven-year contract key back. What goes through your head though? Like it's, you know, this is good advice for young men out there that do go through injuries. And, you know, Mick, you've been there, but I want to hear your perspective. Mm. How flat are you and what do you do to pick yourself back up off oh, the it's canvas? Flat, it's flattening. I think everyone's different and deals with it different ways. I'm more of an extrovert, so I like to hang out with people just to take your mind off it. But doing it, you go through um, – I've only been eight, I'm only eight weeks in, but you go through days of waking up and top of the world and other days you think, oh, fuck, it'd be nice to just go for a run or something. Like you see our man Darcy Trucker go, go out for a run around the mm-hmm. tan with his, with his rig out. So I wanted to – would love to just sit there and mm-hmm. – just small things like that, I think, and – the actual what comes into it. So you're flat, but, I mean, you, know, you can't dwell. There's a lot. There's plenty, a lot worse that could, could have happened and different timing and stuff. And um, I'm just, at the end of the day, still happy. Still happy mm. to be alive, mate. Yeah, you're two happy. Feet, two, two feet and a heartbeat for mm. me is all I need. But, um, yeah, it's not ideal, and it's but it's, but it's happened mm. now. And I'd love to go back and, I don't know, not change direction so quickly. But Do you look at them? Have you watched the, the movement on tape? Yeah, I watched like a replay of it, but did they explain why it happened? No, nah, no, nah, and I asked the surgeon as well. He's done a number of, so he reckons he's done six hundred ACL, you know, so with his eyes closed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, pretty much. And and I just like, mate, what's what's the, what's the go like? What why does everyone in the AFL like? There's so many. There's three or four this year. Like, what? He's never going to get a year where there's no ACLs. Like, what's why is it happening? It's just changing game of athletes are getting faster and quicker and. We're just not adapting quick enough, mm. essentially, for your lateral movements. But um, Anything to do with being a big, powerful key back and the top heavy? I don't know, yeah, I don't know. I was 100 kilos, and, but I've been that for the last couple of years and a pretty pretty powerful unit. But You are a powerful unit, brother. But I don't know how much of that comes into it because you see smaller blokes mm. just happens as well. So, um, you know, I look to come back and I'll be back better athlete and sort out the rig. And but, great perspective as well, injuries. They give you – um, yeah, yeah. What if you get doing? back in and like, then you, like he says, the moments Darcy's going off for a run, he has to go do the elliptical or swim or whatever. You just start to enjoy it again. And you never, you never, it, you done. never take it for granted. I reckon. Yeah, once you get back healthy. I mean, I've had a couple injuries throughout the career now. This is the biggest, the long term one. But mm. getting back, like that's the one thing I'll be looking forward to. My little markers. I reckon when I get to do my first run, that'll be a little tick just to get me up and about. Um, from there, you know, first kick of the footy, the set. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So your off season, you've done it at the end of the season, and you've been training all the way through. So the boys have been on, you know, their silly season, and your off season, you go away, you go travelling. What is your? Are you just going to train right through, or are you going to try get a break in there? Yeah, What's your plan? Just been training right through since you know as soon as they let me post surgery, um, and that's just been at the club three or four times a week um, with Daniel Cross, great, the great man. Mm. He's the uh, re- rehab. Yeah, he good to move. Loves yeah. NFL as well, actually. Loves it. Apparently yeah. no good on the bench press is my male. Uh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> no one trains harder, but just could never bench. Could never get the yeah, right. bounce yeah. off yeah. the chest. Yeah, because he's such a good trainer. They, apparently the bench press used to just rattle him because he could never get the numbers got, up. Everyone's got one Achilles here, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, to, I can't do bench press. That's why I felt like Crossy. I'd get along with him well. <laughs> we, <laughs> good, good, good runner. Can't bench. Yeah, gym partners. Yeah, my 80 kilos. Chin ups, you reckon? No good. Chin ups, long levers and skinny arms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got long levers as well. I'll do 28. Yeah. No. You know what it is? Because you've got a big ass, strong ass, and you're carrying more weight. It's a big. No, oh, yeah, no, I'm, Mick. No, I'm oh. kind of like trunk heavy. Very know? trunk. It's like you're carrying yeah. more weight. 
Hayden Valentine used to jump up and just boop, 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 yeah, boop, boop, no yeah. way. Is, you, you were training to do a few chance for a Yeah, tore the, uh, <laughs> tore the rotator cuff. Video on there. <laughs> Popped my rotator cuff, man, on camera. Yeah, and, filmed it. And I thought I, I honestly thought I'd ripped the tricep. I think you had a bet with uh, Tabs. Uh, I had a large bet with Tabs and Alex Pierce. I could do 30 and I got to 25. Matty DeBoer's wedding didn't help. It was a bit dehydrated. Went for a run in Cottesloe, stop, pumped out four sets of 12. And on the second set, my calf or my tricep popped and I and it went all like it started yeah, bleeding a little tri- bit. You've gone calf to tricep to rotator cuff. Yeah, that, that rattled happened? me, man. I'll be honest. That one, look, it took me about another year to do a chin up because we're talking like that. And then when I did it, it popped. Like when it popped, it like mm. I couldn't lift my arm. And the, and the, the, um, every time I do lap pull down now, I still feel it. Like I've got to do like 40, 50, 60, and then. 70, 80, yeah. <laughs> but like, I honestly think about it every time I do gym, I think about it. And it's a, it's, it's a bit of a, I don't know whether it's a mental thing. Uh, bloody injuries. We're getting into the injuries, aren't we? Yeah. Well, um, perspective, mate, as it says. Well, mate, know. we want to make sure that you know we're behind you and I know that uh, you'll do everything right. It's uh, appreciate you giving, you know, giving us an update because there's a lot of people out there that would have done an ACL and everyone does it differently and goes through injuries and um, it's great perspective. Yeah. Brees Hall. Brees Hall, look at his return. Brees Hall, we love our NFL. I mean, if you're going to just talk about it briefly, but Aaron Rodgers going down was heartbreaking. That's another injury that mm. just breaks hearts. Um, but let's get on with it. There's so on much with optimism it. within the JETS fans. Let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. AFL finals, <laughs> semifinals. Mick, you've played in a couple. Are we going to see, does the intensity rise or is it very similar to last week? Because I watched those games and it was hot yeah, in I've the kitchen. Yeah, i two and I've lost both. I remember we lost... We won 2012. We won the first one, elimination, and went and played Adelaide. And yeah, I think you just do like, those elimination final sides, they just fatigue. Like, yeah, you, you're on the road, and um, yeah, the pressure mounted when, when I played in it. Then the second half, we just had no legs left. So, um, oh, the like, finals is just unbelievable. Like, there's a there's a sting in the air, and that'll carry all the way through the through the um, through the series, but. I remember the um, 2014 one where we lost. It's famous in my mind for – well, we went in straight sets. We lost to Sydney and then we lost to Port Adelaide. And half time, I've told you this story before, there was like a structural thing. Travis Boak was off the back of the square. And I was like, oh, I knew when that happened, I had to go up to the wing and push Daniel Pierce around to him. And and I was trying to get Daniel's attention as I'm running around, but he's, he's over in front of the crowd at Subi there doing the – getting the oh, crowd up. You're he's going – Come on, come on, like, PSG, roll, <laughs> roll. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> and Darryl. then we gave up a five-goal lead after half time to get drunk. Oh, Dazza, he was a funny man in the locker room. Oh, oh we've bro. got some funny stories, actually. Yeah, no, they can't, he was got to keep him off. Yeah, yeah, the old uh, jack the crowd up while you're trying to do a six-wing slider, I would have thought. Is that, that, that was it, six, wing. It's a half-forward wing yeah. slide for anyone else out there. The man up the oh. seventh off the back of the square. We're all over it. <laughs> well, Mick. Werribee. Mm. Let's not skip over Werribee. I know we're talking AFL. We've all given our tips. A bit boring this week. We've all agreed. What do you mean? I feel like it's been pretty sharp. No, 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 no. With our tipping, it's it's boring in terms of we've got a competition. I'll update you, but the loser has to have lunch with themselves or catch the V-line as Shep um, up and back. Up and back. Which is twice, which is eight hours or 10 hours on the V-line. Oh, beautiful. Um, Mixed from there. So when he loses, I'll make sure he has lunch. (laughs) Uh, I think if I lose, I'll be doing that. But... um. It's all tied. Last week was a big week for me. I've picked four out of four, and you've gone one from four. Yeah. So, you know, like it's a- What do you do? I was just sick at it. Let's talk Werribee. 
head coach, we do take the piss on this program, but as a head coach, how are you feeling? Because I know how much this means to you. Yeah. What no. kind of prep goes into a prelim versus a normal game or a normal final? You two would love this. It's just another week. I've gone to, <laughs> I've gone to, I've gone to grand finals and caught them around 26. I like that. No, it, it very much, we've, that's the way we've handled all the year, the whole year is. Um, yeah, no game is any bigger or 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 smaller than the one before. Um, there is a fair buzz, and you can't really hide kind of the guy's attention um, from what's going on. So you've got to embrace parts of it. Um, but, yeah, we're very much kind of in the moment and, and focusing on, um, yeah, training well and preparing well, and, you know, obviously that leads into to playing pretty well. So Brisbane, they're pretty good. We've embraced all year a fair, fair bit of an underdog mentality, you know, standalone club, no AFL games experience, um, a group of guys that have played together for a while. We've got six to eight that have played together for a while that have had limited success. So um, I've told them just to enjoy it for for what it is because you know if you go on and win the whole thing, the the journey of it is the the most satisfying part. And match committee, have you got a tough one? At, like, is there? Are you juggling a decision? Obviously, we don't want to know what that is, yeah. but. If you are juggling that decision, how much does that beat you up as a coach? Oh, yeah, it's shocking, mate. It genuinely, and it doesn't matter. Like people would look at, say, VFL, state legal, even local footy, and they'd be like, "Oh, it's only VFL, it's only local footy." Like these guys, like live for it and love it and put that much work into it. That if they fall out of a you know, prelim or grand final side or whatever it is, I, I looked at the John Noble one last week, and that that happens at every level, mm. you know, down and and just the the lights are on. That specific example, due to the yeah, clearly because of the the commercial nature of it. But yeah, we've had we've got a thirteen year veteran who's who's played with us for a long time, who's um, captain the club for a long time. Not captaining this year, but um, you know he's become available again after a hammy. So if he gets through training, then there'll be a, a hard decision there. And then there's some guys that are probably going too well at their local level and in training form and the way kind of match play played out last week that. Yeah, we might have to make a couple of hard, hard decisions, which the easiest part of it, easiest decision would be to make no decision. But if you – doesn't guarantee you're going to have success, but they're hard calls to have because these guys put as much, if not more, into it than you know the guys that are going through it at AFL level at the moment. Does uh, it's been through it before make it easier when you're making the call? Because there's you've 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 been dropped. That, have you were you dropped? Yeah, a few yeah, times? yeah. I've been yeah. dropped and delisted and yeah, but played in good sides and all that. So I think re- really that has helped me. Like when you're going through it, it sucks getting dropped and getting delisted. But ah, it's not that bad. Is it? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, it's, it's, it depends. When they went to Tassie once, and I got left behind from Tassie. That wasn't too bad. I played at South Freo instead. But I think having having lived those experiences um, helps with the because you know what what the other side of the phone is. All, all you want in those situations is is the the clarity of it. Yeah, I, I don't think all the time the player would feel like they get the clarity. I, I try as hard as I can as a coach to make sure you give them. The reason, um, or the the decision behind it, like we'll, we'll, I've had one recently that he was going okay, like he's going going okay, but there was just form behind that was just too good to to refuse. And yeah, you know, at what point does okay not not marry up to the level? You know, if you want to go go to be great, it's uh, it brings back some good memories being <laughs> dropped from uh, prelims, boys. <laughs> but it is, it's They're an interesting side to pick prelims and grand finals and round yeah. ones. It's an interesting mm-hmm. one. Just on the fringe player. Speaking about a fringe player, I, I was a fringe player. So you're telling me Thursday night, like veteran comes back. You're gonna watch how he trains. But there's a few others on the on the you know on the cusp of potentially. Yeah. 
and they have one of the biggest blinders of a training session, does it truly matter? Oh, no. Uh, with the way, he's getting probably a little bit technical, but the way we've had to do it in the last five weeks, we've had a, we had a bye and then our last game and then we had a bye for the wildcard weekend and then we had a game and then we had a bye because we won. So we've actually had some fairly strong match practice sessions where it's like, well, and we've taped it and had stats done on it. And eventually, like, if one's gone too well and one that was in hasn't kind of married up mm. um, at training and their, and their form in, in game has been kind of maybe only just and, yeah, yeah, you're compelled to make the decision. Mm. It's very interesting insight and we appreciate your honesty. And I always bang on about train well and you play well and training's important. You've got you to value it. You have to because it does take you into the game. Well, mate, as always, so, this will be 17 on the trot, Griff. Mm. 17. 17. So um, all the best on behalf you. of all the Oz American Aces, our Aces Premiership Countdown show, and obviously all, everyone that knows you, mate, we're all rooting for you and the boys. Um, and where can we watch it? Is it on TV Channel as well? Channel 7. Channel um, 7. Or you get down there live. Well, Campbell Brown will be, be covering that in the commentary. He will be. Oh, the Brown yeah, dog. The Brown dog will be. I love that He man. loves, um, we've got a player called Dom Brew who just tackles. Oh, well, he's a fairly handy player. On, a now, bit of a Campbell Brown type operator. And he loves him. Brown, he gets really excited. Oh, he just gets in there and tackles him. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. We'll, we'll be tuning in. Um, all the best. <coughs> Griff, thanks so thanks, much man. for your time, brother. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. It's great to get an update on your knee, um, update on you and see what you've been up to. Um, we know Thanks, the NFL Thanks, season's Good kicked luck, off Nick. as well, mate. That'll keep you thriving in your rehab Love program on a Monday, Tuesday, How and a Friday. Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? <laughs> Those, cowboy, Those Cowboys have got Griff over the line with a mm. defense. Um, but to everyone that tunes in, uh, appreciate your support. Uh, we really do. Felix, again, he's suffering laryngitis, <laughs> um, and he's got the uh, appropriate medical uh, you know, attention, and he's on a prescription. So he hopefully will be back next week. He does – uh, have a fair few commitments, so he needs to rest up, but uh, hopefully he's back. If you are loving the show, please hit follow or subscribe. It means the, uh, means the world. Um, to Pappy as well, mate, uh, shout out to you. We, we hope you're going well. Um, we're all pretty shattered. To see you go last week, uh, go down like you did, but we're all behind you as well. And to everyone that's reached out, we've passed those messages on. Um, but, yeah, thank you. Good luck to all the AFL teams playing this week. It's going to be exciting. And, yeah, to the Werribee Footy Club, we're uh, right behind you. So thank you. Enjoy. And we'll see you next week on Aces Premiership Countdown. One more time because I really mean it. I just want to say a massive thank you for all the support you continue to give us at the Oz American Aces. If you want to further support us, make sure you like and subscribe. Hit the follow button so you can keep up to date with all our exciting shows and announcements. Righto, now it's time to give our sponsors a massive plug. Aces, I know I always talk about the Rixies, but I've got to offer you the discount again. In case you've forgotten or in case you're sleeping under a rock, we have a special discount code for everyone that listens to this podcast or watch the podcast. It's Aces. Head online to rickseyewear.com.au and use the discount code Aces and you'll get 20% off. That's right, 20% off, one-fifth at checkout and free express shipping. So head online, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Take AFL finals to the Neds level with an early payout. Place a head-to-head bet on the AFL finals this week. And if your team's up by 12 points or more at halftime, you'll get paid out as a winner. How good is that? Applies to the first 250 states. Single bets only, terms and conditions apply and available on the website. Take it to the Neds level. Chances are you're about to lose.
For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.